More and more badass women are joining the ranks as highly skilled construction professionals. Construction and renovation projects wouldn't happen without the skills of the various crews involved. As we all know, the skilled trades have been male-dominated for like forever. In this season, I'm highlighting the amazing women doing their thing in the construction sector. Every journey and every story is different, but they are all inspiring. Have a listen as I learn about their stories. Hello everyone, and welcome to the WIT series, the Women in Trade series. I am totally stoked about doing this one and I hope you will enjoy listening to these women's stories. And even more so, I hope that they will inspire young women to consider the trades as a first choice or for women who are considering a change in career. The skilled trade sector is desperate to find people to fill positions as the boomers age out. And many young people of previous and current generations were, and let's face it, we still are, being pushed towards academic education to the point where it's hard to find knowledgeable and skilled people to do the hands-on work that, regardless of how nicely you ask her, Alexa just can't do. So why women? Well, why the F not, I ask? It's no secret that men and women think differently due to how our brains are wired, and there's been lots of scientific studies done that have been published that speak to men excelling at motor skills while women are better at integrating analysis and intuitive thinking and our communication skills and community-mindedness, all of which are really great qualities to have in the trades. In construction, a key skill set is problem solving. The main goal, after all, is to make things function be it turning the lights on or a toilet to be flushing or elevator to be moving between floors. Women are often fabulous at creative thinking when searching to solve problems. And like any problem, having diversity of thought and voice often creates a better solution. And sometimes seeing is believing. We need more women so that other women conceive themselves in the trades, in those roles, doing those things. And the more women there are in the trades, the better chance that by sheer numbers, we can be part of the solution that creates a better and more inclusive culture, not only for women, but for everyone. According to Build Force Canada, which tracks industry trends, an estimated 277,000 new construction workers will be needed by 2027 in order to meet labor requirements and to counter the rising retirement of Canadian workers. And here in BC, the industry was projecting as far back as 2013, I believe, that even if one in five students graduating from high school were to pursue a trade, there still wouldn't be enough people to make up for the shortages in the industry. Now, I read a stat not too long ago that noted the construction workforce is comprised of about 12% women, which means 88% men, but, and this is huge, more than 76% of those women are in off-site occupations, meaning business, admin, management, sales, marketing, etc. The actual on-site or the skilled trades component is only 4% of that workforce. Crazy, like absolutely crazy. Why not encourage 50% of our population to enter through those doors and fill those roles? Now in the past, it was thought that blue collar jobs were dead end jobs and they would only allow you to get by. And here's a fun fact. 
The term originated in the 1920s when blue collar workers, such as those in mining and construction, wore darker color clothes to hide the dirt, i.e. jeans and overalls and that kind of workwear. And today the term blue collar has evolved somewhat. It's common to find workers in this role who are formally educated, highly skilled, and highly paid on top of that. A few of the more common objections I've heard about blue collar work um, are that a university education will net a higher paying job. Well, I don't believe that's necessarily the case. And that trades are for dummies who can't make it in the academic stream. Well, there's no rule that says we all have to know everything there is to know about history or that we can write a, a master's or a PhD thesis, but people in the trades are definitely not dummies. And that women can't actually physically do the job. And of course, this is simply not the case. As a society, we need to remove the stigma around what it means to be in the trades, and especially so for women. There is such a huge opportunity for women to find rewarding careers that they can find limitless growth in. They can recognize far less wage disparity than in other sectors, and not to mention that the wages are really good to start with, and that one need not stay on the tools indefinitely. There's lots of room for advancement, whether you're going to become a site super or you get into health and safety, any number of things. You don't necessarily need to stay on the tools forever, but man, what an empowering thing it is to be able to use tools and be confident in doing that. It's also a road to uh, self-employment. And more often than not, people will cite the fact that they have a high level of job satisfaction because you have a physical result at the end of your day and every day is different. Now there are challenges for sure, and I'm sure they will be discussed in this series, but there are in any field. But the thing I'm hearing is that the culture is and has been changing, albeit slowly. Just imagine how much faster it would change if more women were among those doing the work that we take for granted and keep us all living our lives, be it road work, renovations, major infrastructure projects, and more. Things have changed, yes, but there's still more that needs to be done. And I think as a society, we need to educate. When we know better, we do better, right? So regardless of gender, we need to educate and bring awareness to our youth and their parents that a career in the trades is not a last resort, but a choice that can lead to a fulfilling career with many options for advancement or lead to entrepreneurship while earning great money and maintaining continuous employment, possibility for travel and virtually no student debt. And we need to advocate. We need to change mindsets. We need to advocate early on in schools to educate and encourage girls to discover the trade related skills and activities that are in this area of our lives. We also need to advocate at industry and political levels to trigger policy changes for better workplace diversity, inclusiveness, and accommodations for pregnancy and childcare related flex time, as women still carry most of the domestic weight. I'm not saying the dudes don't do anything, but still women carry the most of the domestic weight. Support. We need to allow the space to hone the skills and feel safe doing so. We need to support women who are wanting to and pursuing education and apprenticeship in the trades as well as afterwards in their workplaces with good leadership, great company culture, mentorship and tools for growth. Employers and industry leaders need to create a top-down, respectful, zero-tolerance workplace, not just with policies on paper that get filed away, but actually things that get enacted that are around racism, harassment and bullying. Creating 
spaces for women to interact with each other, like with networking and conferences and um, meetups and all that kind of place will help with feelings of isolation. And then there are many of those things being created and have been around for a number of years now. We also need to pr ensure proper fitting safety equipment um, and other gear for women um, and gender appropriate washrooms. Uh, a, a harness for a guy that's a medium size is not going to fit a, a small petite woman and you know these things need to be in place to make sure that we are safe. This series is a passion project for me and my hope is that it will help to educate, advocate, and support by sharing the stories of many trailblazing badass women doing their thing and living their best lives. Thanks for listening while I jumped up on my soapbox today and I encourage you to listen in on the following episodes. And if there's someone you think I should have on the show, please do connect us. Ciao for now.